Before the end of the verse, 
continue. Verse 8. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. Uh, and it came to pass when they were in the field uh, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. They were talking <laughs> as brothers. And Abel thought he was just talking to his brother. We don't know what they talked about. We don't know what they discussed as brothers that day. But what we know is that somebody else said something in his mind that the other one didn't know. If they talked, they may have even laughed. Everyone might even have cracked some jokes. And possibly came laughed in the jokes. They talked. We don't know what they talked, but I believe it was all nice. Until the one who had an agenda. <laughs> Hallelujah. They were just talking. You talk to your brother. You're talking to your sister. We are just talking. And you didn't know, you don't realize that the brother or the sister you are talking with or talking to is an agenda to slay you at the end. I guess that's where the way the way to slay queens comes from. Because they slay, but they start by talking nice. They start by being nice, appearing. But at the end of the day, they slay, don't they? At the end of it all, he slew his brother. Just like that. With all the nice talk you had the whole day, whatever discussion they had the whole day. Meanwhile, while they were discussing, while they were talking, one man knew that he had an agenda to slay. The other one didn't. And the king slew his brother. Like I said, I believe that's where the word slay queen came from. But in this case, with the slay king, a slay guy, a player, and a slayer. The guys are the players, the, guy, the ladies are the slayers. The slayers slay the players. That's like. Verse 9. <laughs> and the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? That's verse 9, right? God asks a question as if it's a question. God asks a question about the whereabouts of the brother as if he did not know where he was. You see, there are some questions God asks us, and some of you know, as your father is a prophet, there are questions they have asked you. <laughs> and those who now know me, they know that if they ask you a question, be very careful <laughs> before you answer. <laughs> because 99% of the time when I ask the question, I already know the answer. I just want to check what you're going to say. That's what God does. That's what his servants do. 
especially if the servant happens to be a prophet like your father. Where is Abel, your brother? Listen to the answer of a slayer. He could be, he could afford to be even arrogant to God the Father. Imagine, look at the way he responded. Not to the pastor, not to the bishop. Hello? Not to a commissioner, not to a board member, but to God. Am I my brother's king? I can imagine he had his hands in his pocket. Look, brother, you've just slain your brother. You've just killed your brother. And God asks you, where is he? And you put your hands in your pocket and say, Am I my brother's keeper? See how God answered. To show that he asked the question when he knew the answer. And then he talks about the blood that he just shed. He said, Isn't it that his own blood is crying out to me? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the Shall ground. Did you know that when God speaks, I'm going to tell you this. The moment someone is born, they are a soul in the spirit. They have blood, but the blood speaks. So whenever you do damage to another soul spiritually, the blood of that soul speaks to God. Where is ever your brother? Can you ask it again? Can you say it the way you ask it? Verse 9. Mm. And the Lord said. The Lord said. Unto Cain. To Cain. Where is Abel thy brother? I like it that way. You see the questioning was very deliberate. He didn't just say where is Abel. Hello. Amen. He wanted to make it clear that. There was a strong relationship between Abel and Cain, and the relationship was that of brothers. So he says, Where is Abel your brother? It was deliberate, the wedding. He wanted Cain to appreciate and to realize what he had just done that a slayer had slain his own brother. And he was being arrogant about it. Where is Abel, your brother? And look the way he answered him. With such an arrogance, when people have moved away from God, they become so arrogant that no matter what to say to you, they are always speaking arrogant. Am I my brother's keeper? Look at this thing. When God was introducing these two guys, I don't know if you want this at the beginning. I don't know if this is another message for another day. I don't say, well, that's not my message today. But I want you to think about verse 1. What the mother said about the two children when they were born. One was a man. <laughs> she said something in verse 1 about the guy who was born first. Watch what she says about Abel. Then watch what these two people are doing. 
One was a tiller of the land, the other one was a keeper. The other one was already into keeping. <laughs> he knew that it is important to keep things, to look after things, to take care. He was already a shepherd. The Bible says he was a keeper of what? Of the sheep. And so, Cain came and uses the very same word which described his own brother. Am I my brother's keeper? I know he keeps sheep, alright? And he knows how to keep them. But are you suggesting that I should also keep him? This is revelation. <laughs> Am I my brother's keeper? Answering the question that God had asked, where is your brother? Even if I don't finish the message today, I want you, as you consider yourself to be a child of Agape in this new vision for a new generation, Anytime you slay your sister or brother in your language and character and behavior, hear the God of Agape asking you this question, where is your brother? Where is your sister? Because the God of Agape wants us now to go yonder and go stronger. Before you open your mouth to slay your sister, before you open your mouth, think, here the God of Agape asking you the question, where is your sister? Where is your brother? And please, by the grace of God, do not answer like you did. Am I my sister's keeper? Because guess what? You are supposed to be your brother's keeper. In hashtag the real Agape, you are supposed to be your sister's keeper. Otherwise, are you asking all to go home and I'll start afresh with one or two people? We cannot continue, I cannot continue as your father to carry on having the burden and the headache of the children that God has given to me in this exciting new vision as we came forward. 15 years of people hearing this kind of message and not putting it into practice. 15 years of hearing about agape, not knowing what agape is. But God is giving us this message so that we are now the caribou here. We now understand that what it means to be in agape and agape. Anytime the enemy wants to cause you to say something or to speak something about anyone who is in this world, and anyone who signs up for hashtag the real agape now, hear me, house of Judah. The moment something that is trying to come your way, hear my God asking you the question. Because you are talking with him in the conference. You talk to him on the prayer line. The Bible says that Cain was talking to his brother. But do you have an agenda to slay the one you are talking to? 
If it's agape for real, you cannot have an agenda to be a slayer. The moment that agenda sits within your person, hear my God asking the question, where is your brother? Where is your sister? Pray that no one will answer like Cain did. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? Because guess what? In the real agape, you are, we are each other's keeper. Are you hearing me? We are opening the, the flagship conference with this message. That the days of brother slaying brother, sister slaying sister, are over. If we have to carry on with this vision. The time of applying agape is in its real sense starts now and with you. With this flagship conference, I tell you as God was showing me, we are moving yonder and stronger. We can carry the show. But the Lord took me on this journey to share with you from the clips we can laugh about. That is a deep message for the vision. That the time has come while we are in this vision that we cannot continue the Tom and Jerry kind of relationship. We cannot continue the Tom and Jerry kind of friendship. At least Tom and Jerry had done the first step of being a couple. Or they'd passed the first test. Of being a couple, according to the two scriptures, and in accordance with what I've taught you before about the miracle of the ark. For those who may not know, Tom is a cat, and Jerry is a mouse. You know, right? And by nature. A cat is supposed to have a mouse for breakfast or lunch or dinner. By nature, every time a cat sees a mouse, his mouth begins to go water because it's time for dinner, breakfast, lunch, whatever time. It is. But here is a strange situation in this film that we find a friendship between. The cat and the mouse. So, as far as nature is concerned, these guys had gone to the extent of coming to Agape. And so Tom now has the understanding that he cannot eat. <laughs> According to the story of the ark. Hello? According to the miracle of the ark that I've shared with you before, that when God put the animals in the ark, yeah. hello, yeah. the lion no longer looked at the cow as meat and bread and breakfast. For some reason, whatever happened in the ark is a miracle because the things that used to eat each other were no longer eating each other. It's a miracle of the ark. 
shared with you like this. And now we have an agape situation where the cat is making friends with the mouse. So they did not sense past the first stage of agapeness. When you begin to realize that you are not supposed to have your sister for breakfast. When you begin to realize that you are not supposed to have your brother for lunch. They are now in the house of agape. But having come this far, when Tom, the Tom in the house begins to realize that there's, a, there's Jerry in the house. And so they decide to form some kind of friendship. But look at the nature of the friendship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> And I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, the time has now come for the Tom and the Jerry in the house, whichever is Tom and whichever is Jerry. No more outsmarting each other. Hallelujah. Amen. We cannot continue to be in the vision and carry on with the Tom and Jerry kind of relationship. Where we are together, but trying to each other all the time. You saw what they were doing. Amen. These are supposed to be friends. But every episode, one is trying to outdo the other. Amen. Every time the other one is thinking what to do against the other one. But they're supposed to be friends. And they will say to me, Go and share with my people. Where is your brother? No more Tom and Jerry in the vision. We have seen too much of Tom Fuller, as they call it. That's where the word comes from. Tom Fuller. Mm. You know that English language? Because Tom, Jerry was busy. Tom Fuller and Jerry. They were busy trying to make a fool of each other. In that clip. People watch it and they just laugh. But me, the Lord, go give me a deep message. <clears throat> and they said, This is what was happening in the church. And it cannot continue to happen. Hashtag real agape. Are you hearing me? Like I said, thankfully, Tom was agape enough to not eat jelly. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> But they had a very strange, awkward relationship of friendship. Amen. While he's not killing, he did everything he could do to damage him. <laughs> That's why somebody in the church is out there. She may not necessarily kill your brother, but you're doing a lot to damage your brother. A lot of the things you're saying and doing are damaging your sister. Yet you are talking to him. You are talking to him. Because Cain and Abel were talking. This is the 15th anniversary. Hello, somebody. 15th anniversary of the vision. And you can say we are in agape. But 
don't fool that in Egypt. Talking, but planning to kill each other. As the Bible says, Cain and Abel, they were talking. The whole day they were talking. But at the end of the day, one of them was dead. Where is your brother? Where is your The idea of outdoing each other and undoing each other must end. The Tom and Jerry kind of relationship in Agape cannot continue. We saw too much of it before. That's why God had to, 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 to make sure everything just disappeared. But can it carry on 14 years, 10 years, 8, whatever? And the Lord said, look back at all the teachings I've given. How many of the teachings were applied? <coughs> would have a conference like this, would have found, would feel the, would used to feel the dome, right? People hearing messages like this, but coming to beat the pulpit. And then after that, they go home and talk to each other. There was too much of tomfoolery. That's why God said, no, this is not agape. And you remember, I keep saying this, in 2010, was it 2010 or 2020? When was it? It's a dome. It's full of people. I stood on the screen. Prophet Isaiah. Many people are still shocked that day. Like, I remember some people asking me after the service, but then what did you mean? We were more than 2,000, 3,000 in that place. And then I stood up on the Sunday afternoon and I said, you look at each other and you think you are the church. You are not the church. That's what I said. You think you are the church as many as you are. God has just told me, you are not yet agape. Because agape is not in numbers. It's in the quality of the friendship and the love that we have one for another. That's why he said we're two or three again. Two or three. Hello? As far as God is concerned, if we can only have two or three people who are really happy, I'm happy. He's not interested in numbers. But in the quality of our friendship and service. It's time to put the agape into practice. Kuskepi, How far can we go when sister in the church is crying because of sister in the church? When brother in the church is going to cry because of, this cannot continue, ladies and gentlemen, because now we are in hashtag the real agape. The, the order of says, going yonder and going stronger. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we shall do exactly that. that. Thank you. We have to go yonder. You are going yonder with me, your father. I'm not dead. I've got a long life there. The enemy wants me dead, but I've got a long life. He's very, very 
Some of you don't know this, but even in the very same agave that I did before, there were some children of mine who were sent by the enemy to put poison in my food. Mm. Yes, they were cooking for me, putting poison in my food. Mm. The enemy has wanted me eliminated for many years. But I'm still here to this day because your God took care of me. Amen. Your God protected me. Amen. So that very same God who protected me that day, who continued to protect me from challenge after challenge, situation after situation, just like you are Like you are saying, it's time, you need to know who your father is. Hallelujah. Where is your This is what we saw here in this situation. I'm praying that no one in the region will be ever like Cain. A killer brother or a killer sister who is busy talking to you. Are you talking to your brother? Are you talking to your sister? And really, really seriously, you know that deep down in your heart, deep down in you, you are planning something else. Hey. Hey. Are you talking to your sister? And you know that deep down, I'm saying deep down. Hello? And you say you're in a gap. But you are talking to your brother. You are talking to your sister. But you know deep down. Bible says you were talking. They were talking. Yet the sister or, or brother you are talking to doesn't know that you have got deep down. The sister or brother you are talking to is openly talking to you. Whoever is the tomb in the house, whoever is the Jerry in the house, you are agape. This is agape. Tom and Jerry must be sent together. Amen. That's the whole point of the ark message. That's why God said Agape is the ark of God. So whoever is Tom in the house, whoever is Jerry in the house, please, please stop those irritating habits. It's a good thing that God has put us together. We are now in the house. Amen. Some of us are Tom's, some of us are Jerry's. But we cannot continue this period. There was a time in Agape, the one who would have people in the service or in the board meeting. We're having a board meeting. Huh? We are supposed to be together in the board. And somebody is busy secretly recording. You're having a conversation on the phone. Those days, people will do that. And you think you are talking to someone. You are there in this city. You are, the other one is in another city. You are talking to your brother on the phone. You think you're just talking. Meanwhile, the other one is recording secretly your conversation. For what purpose? Why are you doing that? And I would hear this and I would cry and I'm like, what was the point of you having a conversation with your brother and you are secretly recording the conversation and he doesn't know? Then you take the recording somewhere else to damage your phone. You open up a discussion which you deliberately know. I can that. You have an agenda to have that matter discussed. The guy, the other brother doesn't know why you're doing it. We cannot continue to behave like that. Not in hashtag the real. I always ask them before now, call them in the center and say, 
Why are you secretly recording the conversation? For what? Ah, I'm sorry, Katie, I'm going to do it again. I'll pray for them. This is the good you can do the same. Malicious behavior. It's called malice. Agape, the real one, please let us refuse to this with me. To this, to this, to this with me. Let us refuse. Refuse that kind of. We cannot, not more tomfoolery. Just, just refuse completely. Refuse that. Refuse. Let this be a spiritual game that you're doing. The spiritual understanding that you're not having. That as you are doing this, kick that behavior. It can just say to me, no, 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 not me. No more secret recordings. Would have a board meeting closed in a room. And before we even finish the board meeting, everything that we discussed is out there on social media. Collect that information. One of the board members. Huh? For what purpose? I would know who it is. Yet, I'm your father. I ordained you knowing how fuller you are in terms of Tom. But I will still pray that God, the God of Agape, will help you to stop that behavior. I will then take you inside and privately. How many of you have ever had me rebuke publicly someone? For those who know me, they know that when you've made mistakes, I would say, inside and in private. My son, my daughter, why, why not stop this? And then after that, I will have the person in black. Yet they were stonefulling about me. Or about an elbow, or about an attachment to it. I had someone phone me. I don't know, I said, How did you get my number? And then I was like, positive. I sent a text message and I said, Please say your name. And then I said, Okay. Now that you have identified who you are, you can call me now. So I picked up the phone and he spoke. The child said whatever he or she wanted to say. And then at the end of the day, the conclusion was that I'm like one of you, many children who are out there crying. You have never seen anything better than Agape. I'd love to come back home to you, my father. I've been wanting to do this for the past two years. I've never had peace. I've tried this church and that church and that church, and I tried even to remain with the so-called agape now. I'm not seeing the agape. But there's no agape without you. I said, okay, carry on. And here is the keeper. The person then says, I would have arrived, I would have come. Because this has been eating me like many other of your children for many, for a long time. The only thing that is stopping me from coming is that I heard there is so and so also in the church. You came there. And because of that, I'm struggling to come there. I would love to come back there, you might. 
if you can find a way of making sure that person doesn't come to church. <laughs> then I'll have peace and I'll come to church. Then I said, stop right there. As long as you are still using that language and talk to me like that, please don't because you still, you still, even after all these years of being in agape, yes. you still don't get it. Mm. You still don't understand what agape is. Mm. That's why you created problems then. You want to come and create problems now. Nah. I'm your father. I said that. That's a few I said, I love you very much, but I'm not going to receive you in the vision. Because you don't get the vision. You will come and damage my children. As long as you are still having the mentality that as long as so-and-so is in the church, then I can't come. And there are many who are out there Amen. who are trying to come, but they say because so-and-so went before me. And may those stay away. Because we cannot have the real agape carrying on with the agape of before. I would go. Where is your brother? No more Tom and Jerry in the church of God. <clears throat> Are you hearing me? Amen. It's time we stop trying to outsmart one another. Stop, stop, stop. Just. Are you hearing me? Amen. Let me say it again. It's time we carry the vision forward. Going yonder and going strong. Let's say it together. Going yonder, going strong. I love you all. And I want us to do that. I don't want to lose any one of you. Are we together? I want through all of you that are here. That the real agape now must go yonder and go stronger. And the fight the first day of the flagship conference. That's what God called it. He said, this is the flagship conference for the vision of Agape. Amen. That the time is now come for Agape to be Agape for real. You know what unconditional means? Don't you think, guys, don't we agree that it's time we start putting it into Like I told you before. He says, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. And as long as that thing is not put into practice, it will remain. So I'm not going to try it anymore. Then it's going to be new while you are here. While you are here. This vision, God knows that it's a church full of people, human beings like you and me, who make mistakes. It's not a vision of the Holy Ones. That's why it's not good. It's not called holiness for all nations. Ministers. If someone is talking holiness, they are not in agape. They must start their own church. Because God will not talk, to, talk agape to someone who is without fault. Are you hearing me? He cannot talk agape to someone who is holy. What agape? How can you apply unconditional love to someone who has no issues? Who has no problem? Agape is for us, the Jibron is the broken ones. 
so that he can pick us and break and, and inform us and make us and mold us and make us his people. Broken as you are, weak as you are, with your weakness and faults, God agapes you. Amen. Hello? Amen. He gives you his unconditional love. He has always done that. That's why the Bible says, while we were yet sinners. Hello? Amen. While we were yet sinners. What happened? Christ died. That's agave, baby. God did not wait for you, for you and me to become good first. If he was looking for a holiness, he was looking for a holy church, he would have waited for all of us to become nice, to become good, to become without fault before his son could. There was no greater act of agapeness than what that which he did when he allowed his own son to die on the cross for us who are sinners. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever is holy, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We are all going to partake of his everlasting life because of his agapeness towards us. So the time for us to continue to hate one another and to continue to crush each other, saying this one has got this fault, this one has got that fault. You know, if you look at each other like this, every one of us has got the faults that the other one doesn't have. Are you with me? The mistakes that the other one talk, makes that you are talking about, also you are making mistakes that the other one doesn't make. That's reality, baby. You know how funny it is that those who smoke want to talk about those who don't smoke. <laughs> Hello? Those who drink or those who don't drink, they want to talk about those who drink. Because we are selective sinners, aren't we? As long as someone doesn't do that which you do. <laughs> Hello? Anyone who has got a fault that is the same as yours, they are fine. Anyone who has got a fault that's different from yours, they are terrible. That's exactly why Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, says, judge no one. No one has got the right to judge anyone. Why? Because God is simply saying, you, as you open your mouth to talk about another person, you are also rotten. That's why I've told you that we are all, at the end of the day, we are all damaged goods. Amen. No one is not. I've said, I've taken this message, as you know, this agape thing, to pastors and servants of God. I've said so many times even to you in, in conferences. Huh? I've said to them, servants of God, pastors, prophets, apostles, whatever. I'll say to them, any one of you, hello, who is holy and righteous and they know it. Please stand up and we will sit down. I tell you, I've never seen any servant of God anywhere in the world who stood up. Say, I am the Holy One. I thank God even for the first time a Pope in the Catholic Church, Pope Francis, this one, was the first one to admit when they called them His Holiness. They said, I'm not holy. No one is holy. No human being. It's called. And I said to you before, if you are looking for a church where there are 
only good and righteous people. Number one, as soon as you find it, let me know. Amen. Hello? Because then I'll come and join you. I'll leave Agape. Hello? Me. I'll leave Agape and come and join that church. And I will not, I will stop worshipping a God that I have not seen. Because then I'll be thanking God to say, ah, <laughs> now I have a God who is alive. I can see and shake hands. I'll stop worshipping this one that I can't see. <laughs> and then I said the second thing that if you find a church where they are full of holy people, or which you call holy yourself, and that's the church you are looking for. Because when people criticize you and your church, hello, they are saying you are not holy, right? Amen. Then you ask them, what about your church? Is there anyone who is holy, including the servant of God in your church? They will say, no one is holy. But, so why do you expect? <laughs> exactly. Huh? And then I said before, for your only information, that the day you say you found a church that is holy, and you enter that church yourself, hello, for your own information, from that date, <laughs> the church is no longer holy because of you. The moment you step your foot in that church yourself, if it was holy at all, it loses its holiness the moment you arrive. Because you are a human baby, like yours truly. Are we together? Agape is about us experiencing his Unconditional love for us. Amen. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. That as you worship God, you know that you've got your faults. Receive your brother, receive your sister, love your brother, love your sister the way God loves them. Amen. It's exactly the same way God loves you. He loves you with your own fault, yeah. Oh, that's it. That's what it is. He loves you with your own stupidity. Where is your brother? We are in the same house, same mother and father. Let's no longer kill one another, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not murder each other anymore. We have seen it happen in the past. They are not joking about Takafok. Who would want us to go back to this kind of agape that we have? Which had thousands and thousands of people who were busy murdering each other every day. No wonder God put the food as he says, this is not the way agape should be. And you think it was a bad thing? It was not a bad thing. It was a good thing. God planned it all. Nothing just happens. Nothing surprises God. And I have seen it happen. If you remember the conference, August conference, at the Miracle Race Center, my message was about an examination that was coming. People didn't get it. And everybody failed in the exam. The men said, am I my brother's keeper? Amen. I'm saying, Agape, let us learn to keep one another. Amen. Are we together? Amen. As we start together, the flagship family conference, we have to receive this message and begin to realize that you are her keeper. She is your keeper. You are her keeper. We need to learn to keep one another. That's why the blessing that comes from the Archbishop, I couldn't do uh, a number, says, the Lord bless you and keep you. It's all about Him keeping us. 
as we keep each other. It means keeping somebody cares. Somebody is watching over you. Do you know that when you're sleeping, he reduces himself to be a watchman, a night watchman, a security guard over you. Because the Bible says he neither sleeps nor slumber. Why? He is it. While the witches are busy plotting and planning against you, God, you need to sleep tonight knowing that he is your keeper. So let us do the same thing that you love one another as I have loved you. He is your keeper. He is your brother's keeper. This is the real message of Agape. Glory be to Yeshua Hamashiach. A keeper tends for the flock, tend for each other. A keeper looks out for the wolves. Amen. Hello? Amen. The wolves are coming on your phone. They are coming. They come every day. For a keeper who not pass on, not I share the message about passing on doo doo. Yes. yes. Someone gives you poo on your phone and you pass it on to the next one. Who does that? Passing on poo. You can see this is poo that has come on my phone. So why are you forwarding it? Why are you forwarding poo? Hello? In the garden. Tom and Jerry. Hallelujah. Look out for the wolves you are tending. A keeper tends the sheep, tends the flock. You watch out for those wolves and the hyenas when they come. Desire bear and Watch out for the wolves against your sister. Watch out for the wolves against your brother. Be your brother's keeper. Be your sister's keeper. Hallelujah. When you receive the horrible information about your brother or sister, why pass it on if you are his keeper? Hello? Why pass it on if you are a keeper? When you are forwarding it, what are you doing? Are you helping the brother? Are you helping the sister? That's what they used to do in the old agape, that one. That's what used to happen a lot. Can we continue to do that? And we call ourselves the real. Hi, hi, hi. Icon, icon. When a keeper hears someone bad-mouthing, bad member. You cannot even tolerate it. You must hear your blood saying, ah, ah, it's my sister. Now you are talking about that. We are going to fight. You, you want to fight me now because I just heard. I was working in that corner, but I overheard you mention my sister. Please, talk. Let them respect you when you do that. But you can never speak about my brother Daniel like that. That is my brother. We go to the same church. Shut up. Hey, do not hear the truth. You say the only truth is Christ. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. It's the only truth. Not the truth that can come from your crazy, dirty mouth. Let's stop the trash talk. Hallelujah. Touch your neighbor and say, Are you Tom? Are you Jerry? No more Tom and Jerry, my brother. Let's not trash talk each other anymore. This is the vision of Agape, hallelujah. Not, no more trash talking about anyone in this vision. About anyone in Agape. Especially the real Agape. We cannot trash talk. I don't care what you say about other people to other people. I don't care. As long as you don't say anything like that to my people who are in Agape, the real one. That's my attitude. And if we take the same attitude today, God will bless us. 
Hallelujah. Say this with me. I cannot and I shall not tolerate any trash talking to do with my brothers and my sisters. No more Tom Fulani. No more Tom and Jerry. We welcome you in the house. We welcome you, Jerry. Welcome you in the house. But you need to upgrade your attitude about each other. We need to change that. Upgrade your level of relationship and your level of relating. Are we together? Upgrade. Let's upgrade because you are now the real. We find that the sweetness that God put in us, there's a lot of sweetness in all of us. Only that we don't want to apply to each other. But if we begin to apply that sweetness to agape, come and taste the sweetness of agape. Come on. Hallelujah. No more little tricky, little tricks like you saw. Huh? No more pricky tricks on each other. We cannot do that. Hallelujah. No more harming of one another. No more tormenting in our relationship and relating. We are brothers. We are sisters. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are your brother's keeper. You are your sister's keeper. May God bless you as you go on. Can you start being each other's keeper once again? When you sing, we are heirs of the Father. We are joint heirs with the King. We are children of the kingdom. We are family and we are one. We cannot continue to lie. Hello. For many years, we people hold hands and sing that song. We are family, we are one. After that, you are Christian each other. That's why I started by singing the song. Agape is the church of God. Full of them. To remind you that this is where we are. Hallelujah. If we had time, we'd go and sing, My brother, we shall sing all these songs during the weekend. That's, that's what Agape is about. Agape is the church of God. My brother, lead me to the Lord that is higher. Agape is love. Those are the things we need to back in the vision. Because they are belonging to the vision. Those yes. This is what you're going to be singing the whole week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just begin to pray. You got the message. Pray yourself out of tongue for life. You did this when you were sharing that. We are now going to experience agape the way it should be this weekend. Hallelujah. Just begin to pray and appreciate the message. Where is your brother? That's the message. No more Tom and Jerry. That's the full title of the message today. Where is your brother? No more Tom and Jerry in the church. This is Agape, the real one. And God picked you, brother. God picked you, my sister, to be the one in the real Agape. Come on, look at that. Look at how God of Agape has favored you. He has favored you to be the seed for this vision of love. Let us put it in the past. Just pray yourself into bring it. Pray yourself into this message today. Say, God, I've heard this message.